Radio Chaser is brought to you by the Guardian Stupid Best Bird Competition. Bit of insider trading for you. The Budgie wins. 2019. You really should cut the booze, lose 50 kilos and fulfil your lifelong dream of becoming a YouTube star by taking up extreme parkour. That's why you're here. This isn't a radio show. It's a spiritual journey to help you live your best life. It can't help you achieve any of your goals, but it will make you much, much, much better at sex. Welcome to Radio Chaser. Oh, yes, welcome to the show. We have Andrew Hanson's own not Lodge, Charles Firth. My name is Dom Knight. Let me just read you some of the things from our rundown for today. Uh, Pizza.net rave, bracket CF, sketch dash cocaine capital, and Netflix quiz, bracket CF. That sounds like such good content, CF. Gosh, you're a good anchor, Dom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I was a good CF interpret what you were going to do. I just thought I'd give our <laughs> listeners unfiltered rundown just today. Oh, wow. What well, a now start. that we've heard the behind-the-scenes version of the rundown um, with initials of the presenters <laughs> whose names you don't even know, <laughs> um, oh, like, from the Department of Brilliant Ideas, Dommy, the government's got one, and it relates to naughty videos online. Do you want to hear this one? Now, of course. It's always a bit of a concern that, you know, like you can't verify your age. Like in the old days, you'd go into the video store, right? And you'd, you used to have to, you know, you have to prove that you were 18 years old if you wanted to hire a, a naughty video, right? You can't do that, obviously, online. It's a bit of a problem. How do you do this? Well, the government's come up with this brilliant idea scan your face. If the computer you're on scans your face <laughs> with the webcam, sends your photo to the government, and then they can match it against your driver's license. And then that proves that you're old enough to then log into the porno site. Wait a minute. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> Surely if it's uh, to access porn, you should send in the dick pic. Surely. Oh, yeah, no, it's not for the actors. It's not for the actor, Charles. It's for the viewers. It's for mm. the viewers. I assume this would log in. This would be all part of my gov or something. So, you know, you'd, you mm. can log in onto your Medicare yeah. and then, you know, watch porn through the, <laughs> perhaps through the tax office website. Can it or check like your Centrelink details, make sure they're up to date. Can it match your face, like from your driver's license with your face when you're going, oh, <laughs> oh don't do that, Dummy. Don't do that. Just Yellow yeah. card, that's a warning. <laughs> that is fair. That, uh, is that, that, that is very unfair. All right, okay. But anyway, they've got an ad about it from the, uh, from the head of the department himself, Mr Peter Dutton. Listen to this. A message you'd rather not hear from the Australian government. Hi, Peter Dutton here. In my role as Minister for Home Affairs, I think a lot about porn. And I've come up with a great new way to make sure you're old enough to watch porn. Fantastic. What is it? Your computer's camera scans your face and sends it straight to me. Good God. To test the technology, we asked for volunteers to watch porn. Unfortunately, so many people signed up. The system crashed. But not before I assembled this huge photo album of some very horny-looking men. Please stop. That's odd. One of these porn-watching men looks like a potato. Oh, wait a minute. Get this over with, Dutton. So next time you're about to watch porn, rest assured that me and my fellow ministers are all looking directly at your face. Hmm, I don't think I'll ever get an erection again. Radio Chaser. Triple M. Big day, actually, in the history of the world, guys. Because 50 years ago today, the internet was invented. Whoa. Yep. Pretty amazing. 50 years ago. Incredible. 
You know, and you know, imagine without the internet, you know, we wouldn't be connected to our work by email night and day. No, yeah. we wouldn't be having our faces scanned when we looked at porn. Yeah. But it would be much harder to look at porn like it was yeah. 50 years ago. Wouldn't be able to get cancelled all the time on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't know anything about that, Charles. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, no, but there are, there are positive things about uh, the internet as well. I mean, can't you know, think of any. You can buy drugs on the dark web. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, there's the porn. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so, but the, the really interesting thing is, okay, so that was 50 years ago, and then 25 years later after it had been invented, so 25 years ago, was the first time pizza was ever delivered by the web. How did it take them 25 years yeah. to perfect that technology? It, and it was Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut invented, they, they came up with this thing called PizzaNet, and... <laughs> And they um, they allowed people to order online on and the web. So when was this in the nineties or something? No, this yeah, this was nineteen ninety four. It was um, and uh, and the review in the LA Times is actually it's worth going through because it's so it's so it goes online pizza ideas is clever but only half baked, right? Oh. Ah. So so it points out. Look in the science fiction novel Snow Crash. Oh, everyone's uh, favorite. Neil Stevenson describes a future where Americans excel at two things. Writing software and delivering pizza in less than thirty minutes. Well, that's apparent- pretty spot on, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then apparently the folks at Pizza Hut are taking these sorts of scenarios seriously. Like this is science fiction here. Um, so, and they describe it. They've set up PizzaNet. So, why phone or fax your order for a fourteen-inch pizza <laughs> when you can fax order an it? Order for a pizza. <laughs> Yeah, apparently that was the thing. You just fax in your order. <laughs> when, you can, when you can order it virtually via the internet. It's the geek chic way to nosh. So, but who had the internet in 1994 to do this? Well, this is the thing. Uh, not very many people. In fact, not even the pizza shop. So the, the guy at Pizza Hut said the hardest part was to get the internet connection in to the pizza <laughs> shop. They obviously had the MBN or something, um, but uh, and then and so and then and then they describe what the process is like. It, so they go to participate in the pilot. Hungry Santa Cruzers, because it was in Santa Cruz in the US, um, need computers with internet access and a version of an internet interface program. Oh. In other words, a browser. Yeah. Yeah. No, an internet interface program. This explanation brings me back to the old days of very, very slow dial-up connections, Charles. Yeah. No, what? No, this is fascinating. Don't you think this is fascinating? No, it is yeah. fascinating. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. Dummy. And then they go, you know, the data is then transmitted via the internet back to Wichita um, and relayed by modem and conventional phone lines to the customer's <laughs> pizza hut to minimise the risk of digital pizza pranks- pranksters. <laughs> the local restaurant then telephones the users to verify the so order. So still a phone call. <laughs> yes. Oh, and technology's said, amazing. That, you know, and they said, now, isn't that simple? Okay, <laughs> not as simple as picking up the phone. <laughs> Triple M, Radio Chaser. So yesterday, guys, we were really celebrating this... Um, 
honour that's been bestowed upon our great city. Do you mm. remember? Yes. Yes. We are officially the, what are we, Charles? We're the cocaine capital of Australia. I know. Ooh. I'm proud. Are you proud? Oh, I'm very proud. I celebrated all last night. I was up till 5am. <laughs> that's wonderful. And like, just to recap, for anyone who's missed this um, astonishing uh, event, which um, we've realised happens um, roughly once a week, there's an article <laughs> saying Sydney's now the cocaine capital of um, of Australia. Um, but, but what they did is they went through all the sewage. Yeah, um, I think it was, it was Dom who goes through the sewage. That's right. Dom yeah. went through the sewage and, and, and decreed us officially. I'm a bit of bias there because you are from Sydney. Maybe you wanted us to win. Oh, look, Darwin gave us a good shake. Oh, they look, really did. So easy to get it up do. there. Um, but... Look, it is, it is a huge honour. We're so proud. And it's actually become um, quite a big part of Sydney's new tourism campaign. Welcome to Sydney, the cocaine capital of Australia. The greatest honour bestowed upon our city since... The winner is Sydney. And we're celebrating this monumental achievement all over town. Take a spin around our glittering harbour in our Captain Coke cruises to see the sights. Like our tasteful sculpture of a baggie at Sculpture by the Sea. Forget the big banana. In Sydney, we have the big blown-out septum. The Coke sign in the cross is now, well, that one is the same. Some people may think these monuments are extravagant, expensive, and to them I say, do you know what a gram of Coke costs in this city? Sydney, you may be locked out after midnight, but who needs a pounding dance floor when your heart is beating so fast you're flirting with cardiac arrest? Sydney, you may have to wait four to six business years for your promised tram to take you home, but you don't even remember where you live anyway, do you, sport? Sydney, we've texted Derek, we've rolled up a fitty, we've wrapped up on the dunny lid at the local, so where the bloody hell are you? Yeah, Sydney! Radio Chaser on Triple M. Radio Chaser is brought to you by the Guardian Stupid Best Bird Competition. I hate it. What is it? Hey, um, Tommy Charles and Zoe, have you ever been baked off your nut at a funeral? No. I'm, so, I'm assuming not. No. I mean, no. that's the cremation I. part, isn't it, usually? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm talking about, like, actually being stoned. Uh, at a funeral. Uh, look, I imagine this is not something many people have been through, actually. Right. Uh, other than these uh, these poor old mourners in Germany who found it happened to them. Apparently, like what you normally would do in Germany after a funeral is you go out for some coffee and cake. Mm. Um, turns out there was a bit of a mix-up. It's true. I'm going to make this up. It's in the news. There's a bit of a mix-up. Um, whoever was in charge of the cakes at the restaurant <laughs> had apparently asked her 18-year-old daughter to bake the cakes that particular day. Mm-hmm. And uh, then mum got hold of the wrong cake out of the freezer. Oh, no. Served it up to the to the wake party after the funeral, and they all ended up, uh, you know, seeing, uh, <coughs> seeing pink elephants. What a wonderful <laughs> idea. I mean, it's, it's such a stressful time for many people. People are on edge, they're tense. You think it's um, a good thing, Donnie? Well, I can see the, the virtue of that for some people, sure. Oh, mm. uh, I mean, yeah. maybe we should put it out there. Look, one triple three five three. What's the weirdest thing you've ever seen at a funeral? I tell you what, I've never been, mm. I've never been um, stoned uh, in my life. Certainly not at a funeral. Um, but I have um, eaten something incorrect at a funeral. Oh. oh, you ate something in? You mean politically incorrect or, or well, the yeah, wrong shape? In or, many ways, or... I mean, or both of those things. Um, <laughs> it wasn't so th- the dearly departed, was it? <laughs> yeah, well, that's that is incorrect. It is incorrect. No, I was just at the wake, and um, I was I was really hungry. I'd actually it'd been a bit of a rough funeral. I'd actually um, like 
passed out briefly at the funeral because they were like throwing all this, fr- like they were shaking a can of frankincense. Oh. And, um, it, and like oh. we had to stand up and sit down a lot. And anyway, I. You fainted. Yeah, I did. So I had to want to. Anyway, so by the time I got to the wake, I was, I was famished, right? I was really hungry. Mm. And um, I sat down and I just, there was this plate, it's like beautiful plate of like bread and had this little red dip next to it. And I was just like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to down that. And I just started gobbling this bread. Like I couldn't see I was eating so fast, you know, just going through the whole thing. And my, my grandmother who listens to the show, by the way, so she can verify this story, had to tell me <laughs> that I was actually, unfortunately, I was actually eating the body of Christ. Oh. And the oh. idea was it was supposed to go around. Like everybody had a little bit. It's like a ritual oh, thing. Yes. Um, oh, yes. But I ate, I ate the body of, um, of Christ. Absolute disgusting um, idiot. I know. <laughs> I know, you, right? Did, but more importantly, <laughs> did you drink his blood? Because that's great. Yeah, well, I think I did. Well, they had the dip. Uh, Naomi and Rudy Hill, what's the weirdest thing you've seen at or done or at a funeral? Well, I mean, my dad went to a funeral and his phone wasn't on silent. <gasps> and his ringtone was a rooster. <laughs> so the whole way through, so through the ceremony, it was just a rooster calling through the whole thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, oh dear! Was it a dawn service at least, so the timing was kind of right? <laughs> <laughs> no. no. Okay, that is that is pretty extraordinary. Um, I'm sure ringtones. I think I've been to a funeral where a ringtone, where a phone went off. Actually, that mm. must be very very awkward indeed. Ah, <laughs> uh, right. Funeral. Yeah. Um, well, you, what do we you think? You just sound like you've gone all depressed now, Donny. Just yeah, you know, you can, well, you're allowed to move on to the next call. I would, Andrew. If you look look at the screen, you'll see that yeah. um, oh. our winner is Naomi from Rudy Hill. <laughs> oh, fantastic! <laughs> By virtue of being the only person in Sydney who's ever done anything terrible, he's got a funeral. really, really, really funny, funny anecdote about a funeral. Great funny guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whose idea was this again? <laughs> and everyone's a bit sad around this station today, aren't they? Because uh, Gus Warland finishes up on Moon Man uh, tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow is it week. Is next week. Friday? Mm, oh, yep. well, then I don't know what all the fuss is about. There's, there's a few more days of Gus, but what a legend he's been. I think 10 years he's been doing breakfast. You think of all those wake-up alarms. Incredible. That, that's right. But with that loss comes an opportunity. Mm. And uh, so we at Radio Chase have decided to throw our hat in the ring to take over <laughs> the role of breakfast announcers. Um, all this week, wake up to the Radio Chaser Breakfast Crew. Now with FM-friendly nicknames. What's wrong with Craig, Dom, Zoe, Charles and Andrew? Those names are too long and posh. Instead, welcome Crunchy, Doxy, Chuckster, Dumbo and the Donkey Man. I hope I'm not Dumbo. I hope I am the Donkey Man. Wait a minute. Even those names are too long and posh. So we're giving every host the exact same easy-to-relate-to nickname. Welcome to the show. I'm Boffo, and joining me are Boffo, 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 and Boffo. How was your weekend, Boffo? Oh, great, thanks, Boffo. I hung out with Boffo. To make things even easier, we're referring to all our callers as Boffo as well. Yeah, let's go to Boffo. He's on the line from the suburb of Boffo. Love the new crew, guys. Uh, my favourite one's Boffo. Oh, you're very oh, kind. Thanks, Boffo. Thanks, Boffo. Thanks, Boffo. Thanks, Boffo. Thanks, Boffo. Radio Chaser with Boffo, 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 and Boffo. What happened to the fifth Boffo? He got fired because his name was too hard to remember. Radio Chaser is brought to you by the Guardian Stupid Best Bird Competition. First prize goes to my bloody missus. So you know how there's about 100 billion movies and TV shows to watch on Netflix nowadays? So many. Netflix has come up with a bit of a novel solution, which is they've implemented a fast play button on, I saw that. on the, their interface. 
So you can now watch your favourite classic movie in one and a half times the speed of... Uh, <laughs> get it over with, get the pain over with yeah. more quickly yeah. watching your favourite shows. You know, you can sit back on the couch, relax, just escape quickly. <laughs> That's very good. I, mean, Lord, I, I don't like the extended editions. I like the contracted editions. It's yeah. about an hour. That's what everyone stuff. wants to do with their leisure time is just get yeah. it over with, yeah. right? Well, actually, it would make the crown bearable. Is there a slowdown feature if you really enjoy the show? It can mm. take twice as long. Yeah, well, I think that's what the crown did. But look, I thought this was an opportunity to turn it into a bit of a movie quiz. Um, so what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play samples of famous movies. Samples, you know, a bit like this. Hello? I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> And that, that one's obvious. I mean, obviously. that still that's, felt long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's very slow. No wonder that's such a long movie. Of course, Wizard of Oz. But, uh, and I've sped them up, and you've got to tell me which movie they are for. Okay. Mm. So the first one, let's go to Zoe on this one. Yeah. Gone with the wind. Yes, correct. Okay, good. Okay. I um, thought it was Albert and the Chipmunks. Uh, Dom, this one. You look terrible. I want you to eat. I want you to rest well in a month from now. This Hollywood big shot's going to give you what you want. Too late. They start shooting in a week. Godfather. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. There you yeah, go. there you go. Nice. Yeah, I think the, the quiz will work best if you just jump in as soon as His voice was at normal pace with the yeah. speed. I thought that yeah. worked well. No, it actually did. It, it actually, it, it, I think Netflix are onto something. They've actually it's mind-blowing how long these clips feel. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Better. Better. <laughs> okay, Andrew, what about this one? You don't understand. I could have had class. I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody. Well, this is really just, I mean, look, I can, we can easily understand these quotes, Charles, as well. Like, I mean, you know, this is more a movie knowledge quiz than can you yeah, decipher. Yeah, well, that's, that's all right. No, I just thought I it was a been good... a contender. I mean, it was like, here, here, here's a question, though. Here's a question for the quiz, Andrew. Is this better or worse than Charles's quiz yesterday where every answer was pickle juice? <laughs> it's pretty hard to, to tell. Okay. They're both so bad that I don't know which I'd choose. Well, okay, we're going to go out with one that you've all heard, but it's my favourite movie of all time. And I think, actually... You'll find that this one is, you know, like is is greatly improved. You talking to me? You talking to me? You talking to me? Well, who the hell say you talking? Talking to me? Well, I'm the only one here. <laughs> you think you're talking? Oh yeah? Okay. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. The speeding taxi driver. That was <laughs> yeah, speeding taxi driver. Radio chaser. Cat's pajamas or cat's piss. Yes, some stories here from the actual news. Zoe, Charles and Andrew, are these cat's pyjamas, i.e. good thing, cat's piss, bad thing? A, uh, an influencer, a San Francisco-based health influencer, uh, has come out with the claim that shampoo makes you fat. If you put shampoo on your hair, it could make you fat. Are you concerned about this? Are you giving up shampooing as a result <laughs> of this influential influencer? Oh. I mean... Well, I mean a- <laughs> <laughs> I suppose they add body, don't they? <laughs> Shampoo makes you fat. Mm. What is this? Is this why people put weight on on holiday? Because they they're, they're scoffing all those little shampoo things. <laughs> in the I th- I, isn't the point that like if you don't shampoo, 
you lose all your social media followers and all your friends and everything like that, and then you stop telling people that shampoo makes you fat because you've got no one to tell it to. Is I'm that... confused. Your theory makes zero sense. I mean, sense the theory makes it. about as much sense as the theory that shampoo makes you fat. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time to move on. Uh, in Hong Kong, a parking space sold for over $1.3 million Australian, uh, not Ooh. Hong Kong dollars, which, which are worth less. Is that good value? Would you shell out 1.3 mil for a parking space uh, in Hong Kong? Look, this is an outrage. Like $1.3 million. It only fitted one par- a car. It should have fitted a family of four cars. You know, like, it's got a, you've got a $1.3 million. It, it should be a whole family <laughs> car space. Not just... yeah, we need more family car spaces, yeah. don't we? Yeah, you can't even bloody drive to Hong Kong anyway from here. What's the point? <laughs> no, so, Hong Kong. Well, Mind you, I, I think it's not bad value for Hong Kong. I mean, like, like a fully sealed concrete enclosed car space is about the only, only place I'd feel safe in Hong Kong. So <laughs> That's I'd be happy to true. Moment. All right, and finally, a team from the Venetian Casino in Las Vegas won the housekeeping Olympics the other day with events such as bed-making time trials and confetti vacuuming. Should we televise that mm. alongside the actual Olympics? Are you into this event? Well, I, I think that there's one mis- missing event at this event, which is they need the category of passive aggression because I find that... The, the entire way to do housekeeping is through passive-aggressively mm. not doing it and then getting the other person in your house to do it instead. <laughs> you, you, yeah. you, you would win the gold. I yeah, assume, yeah. Right? I'd win the gold at that. And also, that would be a great event to watch. You know, like, <laughs> oh, he's being incredibly passive-aggressive. Yeah, he's not doing the dishes <laughs> for three whole weeks. Radio Chaser is brought to you by The Guardian's Stupid Best Bird Competition. Your chance to vote for the most pretentious inner-city woke lefty bird in all of Australia.